All right, you asked for it, you got it. I've had a lot of people wanting me to do an episode specifically on mental health awareness. I know it's, it took me a while, but I finally came around to a topic. Thanks to this man that I'm sitting next to today on this episode of High Voltage with Dele. I am your host, Dele. I brought a special guest, and thanks to him, we're talking about checking in on people. And I mean, speaking, speaking of checking in with, with people, hello, Michael. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? Hey, Double A. I'm doing really good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I mean, I, I love talking. I love uh, trying to communicate with people and trying to help people. And so you're the reason why this episode even, like, I, I actually thought about this, but then you really, you know, made it, like, something I want to do more of, and, and at least you kind of, like, confirmed it in my mind. So I, I, I'm not sure I mentioned this before on this specific uh, podcast, but I would definitely say that recently, I don't want to, like, over the past year, I've been going out to the bars. we got great bars around here. I'll give them a shout, you know, McStories, McGill, Cuddy's, you know, whatever. And I've actually reconnected with a lot of high school students uh, that I went to, to school with. With Mike here, I've, I mean, we're in we're a homeroom together. We had some classes together. Of course, we played baseball. You know, he was on the tennis team with me as well. And I, and one of the nights that, uh, that I ran into him, and I mean, it's, some, it's like spontaneous sometimes. You know, he, he does his thing, I do my thing. Sometimes we just see each other. I drove him home, which I'm more than happy to do that. If you ever, you know, see me in a bar or whatever, and you don't want to pay an Uber, you know, whatever, I'm more than happy to drive you home. Because trust me, I'm cheap. I don't want to pay for that Uber either, And then, which I don't even take Uber anyway. Sometimes it's really, you know, unsafe. But anyway, so he, I drove him home one time, and he really just said, you know, how are you really? And that really kind of like, and I forget really if I said anything of significance, but that right there was really significant, that he really took stock and really showed me that he that he cared about me. And then I'm talking about someone, you know, it's not like I talk to, to Mike every day. I know that, uh, that I'm a friend of his, you know, whatever, but it, like just the fact that he really cared about me then, that he's willing to, you know, invest a little bit of his time. And we're talking about like 2 a.m., something like that. He could have just gone straight to bed, but he really wanted to know how I was doing. And, I, and, and people could get really shy about this. So, I mean, and we had a good conversation about that, you know, whatever, but I felt like it was really worthy talking about this. So I just wanted to, I felt like Mike was the perfect person. I mean, I could have done this episode by myself, but I mean, I haven't done too many episodes lately with somebody and I figured, you know, if this is his passion, then I'm like, you know what, I think it would be well worth bringing him on. So before I get to that, and we're definitely going to get a, uh, dive into a lot with that, I wanted to just introduce yourself to your audience, you know, what should we know about you and freeing yourself up to the world before we uh, kick off with this with this topic. There's going to be a lot to be discussed today, uh, all important uh, to everybody, not just one singular person. Uh, but I am Michael Scarpato. As AA mentioned, we went to high school together. We shared many moments in our homeroom classes, some other classes uh, just throughout the time there, tennis, baseball, etc. We always connected on sports as well. But I am 23. I graduated from Temple University in May 2022. And now I am working for an insurance company in New Jersey. And that's kind of what I've been up to these days. I could have mentioned that to your big sports guy before we, we jumped on, you know, fantasy football going on. I mean, definitely big on the sports scene. And, and I would definitely say, like, that's definitely one of your passions, you know. Absolutely. By any chance, do you have any more passions? Do you have anything that you kind of, like, keep up with uh, other than sports? I know as, as, a, as a guy, a lot of the guys I know, it's really, you know, our mainstay. But anything else in particular, is that really, you know, you go on ESPN every day seeing, like, okay, well, what, this is going on right now. I feel like sports are definitely my number one. I can't really think of anything other specific topics that are like entertainment or 
politics or all that. I kind of just focus on sports. Uh, it's what I know most about. I feel like definitely big in the NFL, obviously, fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Very important. Uh, baseball, I don't do much fantasy because I can't really pay attention for 162 days opposed to those 18 weeks during the NFL season. Yeah, don't even try fantasy baseball. It is way too stressful. It could take off years off your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but yeah, I feel like sports are my number one. I don't, can't really think of a number two. Just pay attention as much as I can into into my work, uh, into my family, friends, my girlfriend, more importantly as well. But yeah, sports probably my number one uh, outside of work topic that I definitely stay on top of. So what would you do without sports? I I, I might make this an episode of one day in the future. And, and, I, and I'm kind of like wondering, I still got movies, I could still travel, you know, whatever. It's not like we really depend on sports. And I and I know it, it could be very valuable in society. I think that was one of the first episodes. That might have been the first thing I ever did on like the communication seat. I wrote about why sports is so important in society. It's almost like an escape, you know, like if we... It could teach us so many lessons. In in that case, as someone that you know, the like that's your niche, that is your number one passion. And I mean, you can't really come up with anything else. What would you do without it? Of course, you're going to still be living, you know, whatever. But would you feel like there would be a massive hole in your life, sort of? I mean, we lived it for a few years. That is totally true. Uh, We had a few (laughs) years without it, and there was really nothing else to look forward to. Late at night, whether it's a Phillies game or a Sunday and catching a Eagles game or just throughout the week, Flyers or Sixers, mm. uh, we did not have sports for two years. So I optioned to exercise, I optioned to baking, I optioned to cooking, oh, wow. all sorts of different things just around the house. Yeah, guys can bake. Yes. situations to give myself some fun because there's only so much you can do uh, when you're stuck in the house and you can't really rely on a sport coming on at night and, and you told me too that uh that you work remotely so that's definitely you know it's it's much needed that you need to to figure out with other ways like uh because being on the computer all the time you know that is not only not healthy but also you can know it, it could can drive you crazy physically and mentally it could be uh detrimental but what are your thoughts on uh m- mental health in general just to try to kick off this uh this episode in this, in this conversation because i know when it comes down to it could be a generational kind of thing like oh you know like the, the, there's people back in the 60s and 70s that had issues but it, but you know you have to like kind of like toughen it out and so like people that are like like older and kind of like out of touch they may say like oh this generation is way weaker or softer you know what so kind of like the evolution of it you can think of it in terms of that way but also i mean think about it you know uh it's definitely healthier than just holding it in you know you have to talk to somebody whether it's therapy or you know you have uh, relaxation methods yoga you know whatever you also have social media to kind of like let uh, let things out and let it go so what are you just what are you so i guess that's kind of like my thoughts i'd like to think about it in the broad spectrum of things i think you know it's very helpful that there's awareness and, and uh that there's bigger like aspirations to you know the main point is just to help people and I, and you could definitely say well why wasn't that brought up before but you but you know like as like i said things take time and, and you know you could say that's a definitely big benefit of social media even though i'm not the biggest fan of it because we could get really addicted to it uh, like well, I was just mentioning a little bit with the computers and working, and I brought up my distaste of the, the fact that we're always on phones before. But it's definitely something that has come out of it that I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. I, I want to give its credit. So, what about for you? What are like your general thoughts with mental health where it is right now when when it first came out? Because this wasn't a big thing. I don't, I don't want to maybe twenty fifteen, like around like the mid twenty tens. But what are your thoughts on it in, in general to where it is, uh, where we are, where we stand right now? It's definitely a growing concern, and it's 
it's happening very rapidly. From my time when I was younger, I feel like uh, the only thing I would be upset about if I didn't have like fruit snacks for lunch. Uh, now it's like everything that you think of, it's it's worrisome or it gives you anxiety. It gives you kind of a mental concern or just ongoing issues that build that just keep building and building and building. And honestly, like I love social media. It's great. It's kind of a scapegoat at times to just free my mind and see what's going on there, whether it's sports related or just some something funny online. But I feel like cyberbullying is definitely one of the main concerns of Very mental health. Uh, Very good point. People that are like the younger high school teens or middle schoolers that have access to social media are seeing all these posts and being told like you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to look like this. You can't do that even if you do enjoy it. So I feel like that's just a constant growing concern. So like the access to technology and social media and just the web, like you're you're finding new things every day to potential that could potentially like spark something and it could lead to something to go downhill. But then back to what we were saying with no sports, uh, same thing with the pandemic. It's is it was a growing concern with mental health mm-hmm. that you can just tell people stuck inside for two three years and. Even now, it's not as big as a concern, but people are definitely still, it's still like a lingering issue of staying inside, sticking to that. Everything is different. So there's a lot of concerns and it's easy, it's in mental health, it's not easy to talk about. No, it's not. It's not like, oh, let me just tell my friend about this. Let me tell my parents about this. It's not something that you're just like, oh, let me just kind of let them know it's not like a typical chat or did you ch- did you catch the game last night it's it's a little bigger of a concern and it's like you don't want to put a burden on someone when you're talking about these issues cuz you might feel like oh I'm putting a lot on them they're not going to see me the same if they care about you they want to hear about that they want to hear about the issues so yeah i mean there's a lot that goes on when it comes to mental health but it's just about how you feel and that's the most important mm-hmm. and i would definitely say that but i should have also included this when it comes to my thoughts that I think mental health also has to kind of do with, and you touched upon it a little bit, and it might have to, it might seep in with the the bullying, and I guess this, that's where I kind of thought about it. But a lot of it, I feel like mental health that it, so it has to do with your mind, you know, it could do with with stress and pressure, whatever it may have you, but also there could be a lot of people that are still trying to figure out who they are and like you know as a I don't want to say like am I a good person but am I you know this kind of person or do I really like this and like that which that kind of goes back into my point of like I think a lot of people need to be more confident in themselves and part of that you know you have to kind of like figure out well if I'm confident in myself but what am I confident in in which you know that kind of goes into like who are you so I think a lot of it has to, to do with that but also I mean you could still separate that from just the fact that you know you had a bad day or maybe it could be a bad week or a bad month maybe a lot of like maybe there's, there's been a t- like a short span of uh, like a short period of time where you know you have bad news or you know like maybe you're not coping with something maybe it could be as, as simple as, a, as an injury because it might be just so frustrating why you're not healing you know whatever could even just be it maybe it has to do with, with patience it could be a whole lot of different things but touching upon the point I, I, I want to make and just talk about you know the person how much of that do you factor into that you think that that more people should, it's like a self-esteem kind of thing, that more people need to be more confident in themselves, more people that that, uh, that need to, it's more so like a person, like a persona kind of thing. How, where does that fit into the equation when you think about mental health? It's more of a personal decision. It's like people might say like, oh, go talk to a therapist, tell me about it, but it's not easy to talk about. And mm-hmm. therapy isn't that cheap. 
Uh, I mean, there's option, there's cheaper options, uh, and um, money is definitely a factor that plays into mental health. Like, oh, I don't have money to buy this, or I can't afford this right now, where I need to also pay this off, or something like that. So, I mean, there's different options to go about talking about it, just getting it off your chest, which it, I think is the most important, whether it's an easy conversation or a hard conversation. Mm-hmm. But even like writing it down, just to kind of get it out and put it somewhere and obviously you might not want somebody to see that I mean you hide it somewhere but it's more of a personal preference of how you want to handle it because you can be told a hundred different things on how you want to handle it but a hundred of those things might not be your cup of tea you might Mm -hmm. not want to do that so it's more about just like a personal decision and it's just about time once you're ready that's when you want to do it but you also just you also want to just like handle it as soon as possible which I think is most important instead of waiting to the last minute in it because then these issues and anxiety concerns and just the problems just keep building and building and building where one day it's just gonna like erupt and <laughs> it's important to get it out as best as you can as much as you can as much as you're willing to discuss to whoever like, it doesn't really matter who you're talking to I feel it's most important to just get it out doesn't mm-hmm. matter to who doesn't matter when doesn't matter how just relieving it not just keeping it in because if it just keeps building up and up and up and then it just becomes a burden and it's just hard to break through that because then you get used to not telling anyone you get used to and you get stuck to just like keeping it in and not really going to the right place at the right time but there's really no right time it's just about when you feel confident enough to discuss these kind of situations Mm mm-hmm and I know this is always tough to say, but but I want to stay true to what what the title of this podcast is, and, and you know who I am. So so it, as it some may say like oh I rather you like not say it, you know where it is a part of life. Like um and you might actually disagree with uh, with what I'm about to say here, but when it comes to mental health, the purpose of mental health, in my opinion, I know a lot of people ha- you have to it, like I I think for the majority it has to do with this, but I don't think it's not only this that you know it was suicide. I wouldn't word. I wouldn't want that my worst enemy. Like I think that's one of the worst things about this life that you know that uh, that you feel so uh, so terrible that uh, that you just want to get out. You want to escape. That you know that that some people choose that route to go. And and I mean amongst I, I don't know certainly uh, specifically what age group that is, but it was definitely you know one of the main like leading causes of, of death. And, and and you don't have you don't, don't quote me on that. Just. It, just double check do your research because it's it's up there and I don't know if it's the, the top or the second or the third I don't know specifically what but it shouldn't be as high as it is that's just that's just plain simple and it's so unfortunate and that's definitely one thing that mental health is trying to like uh, to I don't I don't want to say solve but trying to like you know make progress on because at the end of the day I mean no one you know should go through that should, should deserve that but it is a reality and something that that uh, that we that you know like I, I mean it's something that we deal with right now and I, and I can't even imagine you know I can't um doing that to yourself or even have the thoughts I mean I can't even you know I I'm, I'm a pacifist I, I can't do that you know to an animal or to another human being let alone myself and it's it's so, it's so terrible what the stories that we heard and and, and I, our high school I think we know somebody that did that and, and again you know you just you don't want to hear those stories and, and but I don't want to avoid that either that is definitely a main part of doing a mental health episode, some and trust me, I I, I sh- should really do more mainly because I mean I, I this, if I want to make a difference, that's definitely one thing I want to prevent. But the main thing I was just trying to talk about in the midst of that, it's not the only thing that mental health is trying to do. It's also trying to live your best life. 
think and think about it. You know, obviously you don't want to go that that path, and, and, and God forbid, you know, anybody wants to do that or you know uh, is even thinking about it. But also, I mean, if you're down, if you're stressed, your pressure that definitely does have to do with mental health. And I, and I mean, it do, having to having some stress, having some pressure is obviously normal. But too much, that's where you know you you might want to just let it out talk to uh, to somebody and i mean and, and, and mike's definitely right you know a therapist may may get expensive you, you know and there might be some stigma but i honestly believe that's what friends are for you know just at the end of the day i feel like that a friend can be a therapist and you just ha- you, you just have to figure out a way to just you know just say the words and, and, and gain the monkey off your back and, and gain the weight off your shoulders that uh the it, whatever you want to say i feel like it's just so important talking talking could be a very important mean that people just underestimate you see all the time with you know with some movies where they even some talking scenes you know people break down and cry and, and cry I, I i mean it's it's it is a reflection of of reality that uh that sometimes just laying out could lead to, to so much good when we just think about talking like oh what is talking to it can actually do a lot so i'm so mental health not just about you know curbing suicide and, and preventing it uh making that number go way less and less and, and i haven't seen what the numbers have been recently but hopefully before 2030 you know that number gets to a point where you know it's not even a conversation that, that's my hope but also you know trying to have people live their best lives because we only live once and i mean people we're here living on this earth for a reason we we maybe we don't deserve the best but we definitely you know i don't i feel like no person is really deserving of the worst Obviously, I think the worst, per- like the most evil people in the world, you can you could definitely make that argument for. But you know, you shouldn't have to feel like crap, feel like crap every day. So that's where I feel like you know, mental health. I feel like is the purpose of it, and it's worth talking about. And you know, I feel like uh, a, con- a like conversation with with parents. I understand that you know, maybe you don't want to have your parents know, know everything, but even but you have to let it out somehow. And if you want to, you have the power to choose. You have the power to choose where you say it, and you have the power to choose you know who who you say it to, and also when. Like you, you have power. You may feel powerless, but you actually have more power than thought. And plus, you're in control of your life. I don't care what anybody else says. You know, I know that we may be influenced by you know like uh, circumstances and, and and our surroundings. You know, who we're with, what time, where we are. You know, whatever. But still, you actually have you're in control of decisions. You have you actually are in control of your life. So I just wanted to make that message known. But anything that uh, that, you, that you feel like you know the purpose of mental health and the importance of. You know, having uh, you talk about the importance of talking, but you, what do you think is your purpose, uh, like your interpretation of the purpose of what uh, mental health is trying to accomplish? Yeah, I mean, you nailed it in, and like right there, you kind of hit on every spot that really sticks out to me. Uh, just being happy with whatever you want to do. It's not necessarily what you're what you what you're being told to do, but finding what you actually want to do, whether it's sports, books, shopping. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of different hobbies and activities and apps, uh, stores. There's just so much to do that whatever you enjoy doing, just do it. There's no reason to wait until you're allowed to do it. Do it when you want to do it. It's not necessarily a, if you just keep listening to being told on what to do, then you're not going to always meet that maximum capacity of your mental health. And if you keep being told what to do, then it's like, ugh. I can't keep doing this no more. Well, that's when it's like you missed your opportunity on when you could have done it and you should have done it. So just you just kind of have to build on that and just be, what do what maxi- maximizes your potential of a happy life. Yeah. 
and of course I'm not gonna you know it, I don't, I don't want to make you feel so uh, so un uncomfortable that you know that uh, you can talk you know with uh, how you don't you don't have to get so personal if you don't want to but I guess for me it was it, it was it was kind of simple of how you know how um how I really you know cared about mental health I think I went down to to, to Florida you know first time there I think with the Tampa like area and I remember I was on a beach and I was just looking out and I wasn't feeling too great about myself and I uh, but then I'm like I stepped back for a second and I'm like I'm here you know like as long as I'm living I mean it, like every every day is an opportunity and that's where you know you just it, now are you going to seize every day no you're going to take some breaks someday you know you may not be able to seize a day because you know you may be hurt you may be sick you know whatever but every day is an opportunity if you can if you if you're willing and if you want to you can seize it whether that's you know i think you mentioned it um traveling or you know doing what you want like maybe a hobby a passion could be your occupation could be it's, it's all about the little things so I, I guess just looking on that horizon and uh, just just being in the moment, I'm like I'm I'm very blessed. I'm happy to be here. I think that's definitely a big part. You want to be blessed that you're living, that you that you know that you are where you are, uh, that you know the people that you know, that that you know that you have this love for yourself, and and you know that that, it, that you know it could definitely be much worse. I think that's also very helpful. So and I and I guess there could be you know other examples like a brand. That's definitely my most recent one, and we're talking about. I think early in 2021, so almost three years ago. But what about for you? How did this come to your attention? You could talk about, you know, the, the mental health in, in general, but also really just you know, now I really want to kind of like uh, drive into um, uh, how to check in with people because, I mean, that's why I brought up earlier, you know, that's um, something that you that you did with me and I'm very happy that you brought it up. How did that come to your attention? And you can also, if you want to touch about mental health, you're more than happy to. Or uh, how did this become important in, in your life and, and again like I said you don't have to get too personal if you don't want to it's all it's all up to you the mic's all yours I mean I feel like it definitely came it became an important factor in my life because uh, everyone in my life that I'm friends with family girlfriend all that like they've served way past their purpose to me like they give me the amount of love the amount of laughs that anyone else could give me uh, so I feel like I always kind of gave back and just see what see what and where I can help someone else out on because uh, you never it's it's true like you never really know what's going on in someone else's life whether it's your best friend or whether it's your girlfriend family friends boyfriend etc like you you never really know and to be able to just say a few just one little question and it sparks something great it leads to something new I mean if someone's stuck in a hole and you just kind of check in and it's like oh like because I feel like if you're not a good mental spot you're like everyone hates me nothing's going right but then there's simple that simple question of how are you doing like what's going on like talk to me like then you're like oh like this person actually does care for me so I don't think there was really a, a situation where I was like I need to make sure everyone is okay it's just kind of who I was it's kind of who how I grew up it was taught it was just natural mm -hmm. so I was just kind of not necessarily put people in front of me but I would just like to make sure that everyone's like taken care of and touch on where I can and can't. I can't always like help someone, but at least like my offering, it's important to me to offer that to friends and everything and everyone that I can, whether I know the person that I'm talking to or not. Just talk. <laughs> Sometimes that's all people really need. Yeah. Uh, you don't know the last time they had like a good in-depth conversation. You don't know the last time they had a conversation at all. So it's just it's important to just talk to people. It doesn't really matter about what or how long or whether 
you want to or not because sometimes it's important it's more important to them than you ever even imagine mm-hmm. and i and i love that you that you said that that you're taking initiative like i mean i feel like when it comes to like conversation you know i usually feel like i'm the one start, starting a conversation and i and i and I, feel, and I get it you know people are busy you know or whatever and, and i understand you know someone in my position or, or people that feel the same way where you know like you want other people to, to have the initiative. You don't always want to have that responsibility 100% of the time. But I mean, it's 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 better that, well, first of all, I have to say this, someone, someone has to do it. I, I, I mean, if it's kind of like Martha Luther King said, you know, if no one if, if no one else is going to do it, then who is? You know, so even though you may be frustrated that like, well, other people don't do this to me, well, at least just be happy that, you know, when it comes to what, what you're asking, you know, having that conversation and asking, people to like open up then yeah yeah i think you that's something that you know you have to accept and kind of like I, I i would be proud of it and you should be proud of it that you know you take an you. initiative to uh to, to st- start that conversation and kind of open things up because it's maybe that's just not in the person's dna you know to to kind of start things or to open things up that you know they kind of need that need a little bit of assistance for lack of a better word but i think that's definitely you know something that that you, that, you know so, that people need to uh, kind of embrace taking taking initiative and, and, ha- and need to start somewhere. Uh, if, you, if it feels like that's in your character, then definitely you know don't hesitate. And I know it can feel it can feel a little bit uh, unsettling un- until, of course, you know you tried it. But I think it's definitely you know it's it, it's worth it. Could definitely you know sa- save lives. It could definitely you know save maybe someone's experience or you know their outlook. Whatever it may have, you could do a whole lot of wonders. And, and, and again, I, I mean, you know, it, it does need to be kind of like in, in your in, in your persona. I feel like, but also, I I, I mean, it, it's just talk. So I, it's like uh, like it, it, if you, if you feel like you are definitely capable, I would definitely you know reach out. Could be through text. I mean, I would prefer being in person. I mean, we did it in uh, in in the car. So I mean, it could be anywhere, and that's kind of leads to my my uh, and I'm kind of like speaking upon. What I want to hear from you from from this answer, like a few things that you could have uh, taken away that uh, that you could apply to your answer. But how do you properly, with properly being the key word, check in on someone? I guess the biggest thing I would say, and then I'm going to hand it over to you, is uh, that you just have to mean it. You know, like I know some people may be a kind of like a do list kind of, and I am kind of too. I like if I, and I'm not sure you guys know this about me, but I love finishing stuff. I, you know, like uh, like oh do uh, do this, drive this place, you know, whatever. I like like okay, I got this done. You know, even though there may be a whole lot of things to do, I feel like okay, that's one thing less to do. This is not something where you could just check off. You really do have to mean it. You know, it, it, and, you, and maybe sometimes you kind of have to like kind of pull it out of them. Maybe not to the point where pulling teeth because then you know you're putting them in an uncomfortable position. But you do at least just have to mean it, and you have to really make that attempt. And, and if you're not getting any like like you know response, then then maybe do it later. I, I mean, I, I and and it leads to another question I have to ask. A little bit later but how what would you uh like say that how would you properly check in on someone from i mean you you did it with me but also for, with other people what is something that uh that you've taken away from your experiences doing this with with other people from i guess from an outside point of view looking into your your conversation with people yeah i feel like there's not really a correct process or correct mm-hmm. way to really go about this but the i feel the two most important steps in this and it's really not that difficult. It's just one asking, take that initiative, reach out, uh, whether in person, online, uh, etc. And then number two, which at times it could be a lot, but I feel like this is like the the big factor in it is listening. Show that you're listening. Make sure that the person that you're fi- that's finally opening up, if they do, is 
given the attention that they deserve because they're taking that step to go out of their shell to explain to you why everything kind of isn't going right for them. And it's important to them that you asked and it's important that you show the respect back and listen because if you ask and then you just doze off, go on your phone and stuff, then it's like, well, like what the heck, man? Like I'm opening up a lot to you and I really haven't told anybody, but I felt comfortable asking you. So, and then you're not listening then that's where it's like it just creates like another internal issue, a little bit a feud between the two people. It's like what the hell, man! Like I, I trusted you all this kind of thing, even though it's not like it's a secret. And it, it, at that same time, if you look at it that way, it's you're like breaking the secret in a sense. So yeah, just like the one and two, asking and listening. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how long it goes for. It just listen, and once you get done listening to what they're saying, it shows support to them. It doesn't matter in which kind of wet, whether it's a hug, a high five, a response back. You continue the conversation on to like kind of peel more out of them if they want to discuss more, if you think there's more. But you can't try to overdo it either. There's there's a strict line of where you can and can't extend the conversation to because what you're getting and serious and sad situations is a lot for the person that is opening up. So, I mean, the best thing you can do, ask, listen, and then show your support. I feel like those are my one, two, three, if, when I do go about these situations. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you a, a follow-up to, to that because uh, I guess the main point of this episode is that, you know, we want more people to check in on their people and, and, and having more of a, of a community of those that this now people may be doing it and, and I may not just be fully aware of it but at the end of the day you know I might as well just just do my due diligence double check and if it isn't out there then it should be out there a, a little bit more and, and maybe if you are aware of that this is your reminder if it's not then you know it's kind of like a call to action so I really want to you know hone in on how to do it properly and how to, how to uh, like and not just making sure that you know it's, it's something that, that you do but also you know doing it in a correct way and as you did correctly say you know there are many ways to uh to go about it and this is this is your process but i wanted to just follow up with with listening and this kind of has to do a little bit of a criticism that i have with with people some people i feel like uh, need like like evidence like and i guess this specifically you know like evidence that you're listening to them so i guess in your case have you um and 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 you may you may do it you may you may not and i know i'll definitely do because i because i'm doing it right now i'm interviewing you you know i'm asking all these questions i'm following up i'm doing that right now would you follow up with them just to kind of like reiterate the point that yes i am listening to because some people kind of just need that kind of like proof that so it's like they, that you weren't just you know hearing words from them that you like took away something from it and therefore you asked the question that, that you did because uh, they you wanted to you know get a little bit more specific or you want to go back on it because i mean it, the, the question couldn't been asked if you weren't listening so that therefore you know you were listening that's kind of like the proof by any chance do you follow up um, not not just to show that you were listening, but also you know just to uh, maybe have to get to the heart heart of the matter, or as you put it, you know peeling a little bit more issues. Yeah, I definitely try to follow follow up as much as I can, whether it's in the conversation and you're engaged, just saying yes or showing that you support that person, asking questions on maybe why that might be happening and seeing what you can do to try to help out. And then post-conversation, uh, next day, later that night, etc., text just saying, hey, man, I uh, really appreciate you for letting me know how, how you're feeling. Um, I'm here for you. All those sorts of comments. Uh, as long as you just show that you're listening and not that it was just like a chore for you. 
because it's not a chore. It's one of your friends, family, etc. They're all important. So, and then maybe a week later, and or maybe a month later, so you don't feel like you're bothering them and it or becoming too much. Same thing. Checking in. Hey, how you been? Like anything new? I uh, wanted to just check in with you and see if there was anything more that you wanted to talk about. Kind of the situations like that. Yeah, and I'm happy that you brought up the next day because um, it, it, not only does it lead to my next question, but also fo- yeah, following up not just in the conversation, but afterwards. And and I think it kind of there's there's a lot of people. There might be a stigma in society where you know I want you to be honest with me, but also of course the truth hurts. Like there, there might be some people where they rather just be ignorant and not hear the truth. So there might be you know like if you did like uh, like say the truth and someone reacted poorly, then it's kind of like a psychological thing that. That I remember I was taught in in high school with with psych where you know like uh, you did you kind of like uh, like you kind of punish them for telling you the truth which therefore makes you a little bit less likely to tell the truth next time rather you know like if you tell the truth and then you know as you said that you follow up with them the next day and you're thanking them that you know that they were being being able to not only say something but also being open with you then that kind of reaffirms it's um it's a reward it's positive uh, reinforcement rather than negative reinforcement so that's why i feel like you know it's definitely i think crucial to follow up maybe maybe not has to do with you know an hour or the next day but i mean you you want to like you know check in and just and, and tell them what you did was a good thing i'm blessed that, that you did it because then you know it makes them feel confident that they're that they're able to do it again whether in the future or or with you or with with, with someone else the fact that you know it's it's not easy to to speak the truth it's not easy to let things out and uh, and so you want to have positive reinforcement rather than negative so that you know in the future they're more likely to do it than not but i want to uh f- follow up with with this question that kind of leads into this that uh on a given person so i guess specifically and i know it depends depending on what the person said and who the person is but on a given person how often do you check in with them like obviously you know like we, we're seeing each other now you know like we could check in with each other you know it's not like i see like too too often so like you know maybe i check with you every time or maybe you know i check with with you like every few months or so and i know it may be a spontaneous thing so it's not like you know you're putting a number on it or your measurement for lack of a better, a better word but like typically what would you say like how often would you check in on a person <clears throat> based on what i was mentioning earlier you don't want to become annoying to them That's, uh because yeah. then i feel like it's yeah. like why did i tell you this because you're just gonna keep egging me on and then it just becomes more like a bigger issue than it really was when I was just trying to like tell you how I feel but it doesn't always need to be like the hey I know you told me about this issue how are you doing it can just be what did you like eat for lunch today what did you have for dinner what did you do this morning how's work been anything new going on at work any trips you're looking forward to how's your fantasy teams going how's your family members how's your girlfriend how's your boyfriend just kind of things like that. It doesn't always just need to be the clerical, you said that there's an issue, what can I do to help it? Because like overall, it's just time kind of helps with those sorts of situations and it's not just going to be fixed overnight. But just talk and show initiative, show that you care. It doesn't really matter how many times, as long as it's not overbearing someone of tell me what's going on, tell me what's going on, tell me what's going on, just more so what's going on, not like how's it going because you just want to check with somebody and make sure that it doesn't, I guess, turn back into a bigger issue than it than where it started. Hmm. So it just kind of depends when and how you go about it, I guess. But I don't really have like a set timeline. 
I don't have it like on my calendar. Like I need to follow up with X, Y, Z today because they told me this two weeks ago. Like it's, it just comes up to my mind. Like, oh, I should probably reach out to this person. Mm-hmm. Just kind of just go from there. Yeah, because I'm mostly kind of thinking about, you know, almost um, like if you see somebody, you know, twice or like three times in a given month that that you know that you're, you're able to do a little bit more. But I don't want to say a little bit more like like you're able to uh, like uh, to do it every time because you're not seeing them too, too often. Uh, so I know it, it does depend. It, it, like you don't want to, you don't have to say it every single time you, you see that person on a frequent and consistent basis. But you know, like me, it may, it, maybe you want to, and that's and that's completely fine too. It's better than not doing it at all. What, what even once a year, it's it could still you know prove uh, to be fruitful. Because at the end of the day, I mean, this is very very important. It could lead it could lead to as you keep mentioning, you know, important conversations that that need to be had, and you have no idea what's going on in their life. So, uh, so you you just you just never know, and it's better to take the, the initiative than not. But I'm curious, and I, and this is something where you know I'm kind of like asking for myself, because uh, obviously you know when when I'm in social interactions, I it's not I don't want to necessarily say like this lessens the mood, but at the, but you know, I, and I'm and I'm trying to like have that reminder, like oh I should do this you know way more often. I want to uh, do this uh, like make it a part of my life, but. You you meet people you know all the place and, and you know you could become fr- friends with them but I guess it's just like you know the, the main question that is it could it get a little bit too personal with someone that you just met if you say everybody or if if you just say you know if you mainly just do it with those that, that you care about or you know people that that care about you it could go vice versa then I'm just I'm curious then you know uh, it kind of goes back into like the how often thing like like you were talking about it depends but how would you go about that like. I guess specifically with this question, I, I kind of asked the when and kind of like how often, but now the who. Like, what, what do you do specifically? Because then it could kind of help me. Should I do this with someone that, that I just met, even though, you know, they don't, I'm not sure they really trust me. It can really get with me on a personal level or mainly those that, that I care about, which I'm kind of like leaning towards right now if I were to, were to guess and take upon your your call action and or so-called reminder, you know, checking in more on people. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so dependent on the conversation you're having mm. with, let's say, someone you just met. If it leads to a conversation that goes down this path, then definitely reach out to them. But I don't think it's the best thing to go from talking about sports and then being like, well, how's your mental health? Because, I mean, they could they could just be like, well, this, this team's uh, messing with my mental health and it's kind of like funny, but... There's just there could be other issues that are going on, but I would say that personally, it's more so the people that are like close to me, and it's not like oh, I have to check up on this person today, and then I have to check up on this person the next day. I'm lucky enough to have multiple group chats with with many different friends, uh, so it's just kind of good to see everyone's name and not whether or not you're just it's not necessarily like a check in and see how they're doing, but more so like. All right. Well, at least like they're talking today, where I haven't seen them talk like the past week. So it's good to kind of like just see them come back and like talk to us, kind of thing. But and then it's the same thing when it's like you run into these friends or you haven't seen in a while. Like you mentioned, you and me, like we haven't seen each other in almost four years during the college years, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit, so that we really couldn't see each other. And then we see each other at a bar one day, and uh, like boom, you act like we haven't even skipped a beat. So. <laughs> And then those are the time. Those are the situations where you could definitely mm-hmm. be like, "Well, how you been? Like, is everything okay?" Like, mm-hmm. so it's more so people. I guess I would say I'm more comfortable with, where it's more of like the check in, kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, opposed to introducing yourself to somebody at like, just being out at the grocery store, bar, just 
out and about meeting someone new and being like, well, how is your mental health? Because then I feel like that comes off of like, uh, like, what is this person like talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about this because I don't know who you are. Like, because yeah. you want to talk about these sorts of situations with people you're com- comfortable with, not with someone you just like bumped into. Yeah. Well, so you say comfort with that, not just, and it doesn't matter if you, if you like care about them like so, so much and also people that is, so it's just a matter of, you know, this person's comfortable with me, I'm comfortable with them because comfort I think is, is really important. It should be, you know, uh, more evaluated, not evaluated, but uh, more reinforced. I think, I think confidence has to do with that. Comfort has to do with that. So you're saying comfort and that, and that I mean, that kind of sums it up pretty, pretty well for me. Like I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with someone that I don't really care about. So I, I so I guess my overarching point, I, I agree with you that, you know, comfort can take up a whole lot Definitely. of, um, of what I'm trying to aim at, you know, like where, or like who, who to do it with. And, and of course, I guess, I guess that kind of goes with the why, why you bring this up because I really do care about this person and why you're able to talk about it because I'm, I'm comfortable, you know, this person would, t- would take it well or that they're not going to see me as you brought up but early, you know, annoying or whatever. But that was, but that's a good word that you, that you brought up. But I wanted to ask, uh, and I brought this up a little bit earlier. For me personally, you're the only person that that, you, that did it with me. It doesn't mean that other people don't do it. Mm-hmm. They just didn't do it with me. Do you, uh, have you had other experiences where you know people have checked in with you and just your overarching like belief? You know, do you think more people in society do this? Because there are a lot of people, and we have no idea what they do. But this is something where I don't really hear about that much. And you know, you kind of like kind of I thought about like doing it because I I, I do care about. Meant, meant to help by you know you really like reinforced it because like you actually did it so like you know like uh, like I guess a societal question you know like uh, do, do, I, I know you're not the only person I mean there's just too many people do you think many people do this I'm sure there's a good handful uh, obviously you wish there's as many people as possible kind of taking these situation and taking these initiatives to jump out and ask these hard questions that people sometimes don't feel comfortable asking and then so answering but I feel like it's just I don't know I can't give you a number figure Uh, I would like to (laughs) I would like to hope that a lot of people are doing it and yeah I feel like I've definitely had people come to me ask me how I'm doing for me personally it's not like it's not necessarily just tell me how you're doing how's your mental health what's bothering you It's more so just just talking I I don't really care what we're talking about like just showing that you care and you and I know that people care, and it's not easy as just saying hello, how you doing, and just kind of following up with people, and always making sure that when you can and can't check in with somebody, and you you don't know when and what to talk about, but always just kind of being there for somebody. It doesn't really matter how or what is being, whether it is or what is and isn't being said, just doing it. Hi, how you doing? Let's talk sports. Let's talk food. Oh, I actually made this the other day. Oh, did you see this happened? Just situations like that, I feel, serve an important purpose. No, of course. And that kind of gets into one of my last questions. Not the last, but one of the last. Kind of makes me want to be like almost like a speech almost. I actually have something to say and then I'll, then I'll ask you. But I've said before, and I think I mentioned this earlier in this episode, but, you know, the main thing about friendship is, you know, just helping each other out. I think I said it, you know, that, that friends could be therapists and that's where you know you feel comfortable talking to someone rather than you know you're paying someone they're complete stranger and they're trying to you know go all the way back to your childhood that doesn't necessarily need to be the case not everything has to be rooted in the in the childhood i know that for the most part it it could be but you know like you can just focus on the present and try to 
complete the task at hand. But when it comes to friends, it doesn't have to be just hanging out or talking, you know, like this. And I, when I say talking, I mean like texting, uh, like, you know, like just like talking about, as you as you keep saying, sports or, or you know, like, oh, how's your day going? You know, where like we, we, friends are supposed to be there for you. Right. And I feel like there's a lot of people that that they hold it in because I'm not sure it's they're embarrassed it's like, oh, and I, and I kind of feel like this, I'm not going to lie, that I don't want to, you know, tell people my problems because it's not their problem, it's my problem, you know, but at the end of the day, I mean, if a friend cares about you, you know, then it, it kind of is their problem because, like, I kind of realized some decisions that you make, maybe not every single decision, but definitely some decisions that you make can affect others around you. So, you know, like, that's something where you have to take the initiative that if they're not going to tell you that they aren't okay, then you have to, you know, kind of, I don't want to say get out of them, but, you know, you have to just let them know that, that, you're, that you're there for them, kind of like, you know, kind of take the role in which maybe you didn't ask for it, but that's part of being a friend, you know, there's a lot of responsibility with that, and uh, you might you might not think of that because, you know, we think of all the benefit, like the connotation of being a friend, you know, like, uh, like your good times and happy places, you know, you travel, you know, you do all these things together, or, you know, you're just talk, uh, talk, uh, texting, you know, whatever. But I'm like, there's more to being friends than just that. And, you know, it's it's really just the person inside. So it just leads to my question with you. And I guess, you know, maybe I guess a little bit of a personal answer. And maybe, you know, like talking about people that you know, or maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's just people in general. Why do you think people are shy about admitting that they're not all right? Do you think, do you have an answer to that? Do you have kind of like, you know, an opinion on that? Uh, I don't have an answer. Uh, I'm not licensed to discuss this kind of stuff uh it's just who i am but it's not easy to talk about that stuff like i was saying before at the beginning it's there's it's like a personal thing and who you feel comfortable with and who you trust and who you want to discuss with because you don't want a lot of people knowing about it so you might not tell somebody you might write it down you might tell one friend or one family member maybe you don't tell anyone which is like that's like the what I don't want to happen uh, with everybody. I obviously want everybody to discuss what's going on because, like I was saying at the beginning again, just talking about it, getting it out, there's no reason to hold it in and just put it on yourself because there's support systems around you that want to see you happy and want to see you succeed opposed to you fighting these battles day in and day out. But overall, yeah, I feel like it's pretty much it. Well, let me follow up with that. So, so, and I, I, and I feel like that both of us are saying is that yes, it isn't easy to uh, to to lie. It's not easy to uh, to talk about. But do you think? And, I, and I'm saying this because I'm kind of I'm the kind of person where you know, like, oh, you must do this. Like, no, you don't. You don't have to do something. Like, you know. And now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely some things that are impossible. But when it comes to the word easy, they, they keep saying like, oh, it's not easy. Or you could just you know flip it. Oh, it's difficult. Is there a way? And, and I mean, it's got to be possible, but is there a way that you can think of that we can make this easier on people to, to let out, to, to, to talk about? It definitely could be. Obviously, the advancement of technology is just growing every single day. So, I mean, there's options just on your phone. Download an app, go to a certain website and look up a therapist and then you have something set up. You have a phone in your hand at all times. You're texting your friends, you can call family. Like there, there are quick fixes to kind of help you out in these situations. I think it's more short term opposed to long term that are that could be easy to fix. Where if there's an ongoing issue, it's not 
simple as just being like, I need you to talk to me and tell me what to do to help me through this every single day. Because then it just takes time on your own to really build and fix what is going on. Because there's only so much that can be said and done on the external aspect. And most importantly, comes down to the internal aspect and how people go about those steps that they did take. And if they didn't take them, that's okay too. It's just if you figure out the way uh, doing it your way and not the way you're being told to do, then that's perfectly fine too. And it all just comes down to the same result of you bettering your mental health and feeling like your best self at all times. Mm-hmm. And and you kind of brought up a good point with the, the time and everything. And, and no, I mean, it's not supposed to be... I guess you could interpret easy as, you know, like like short-term, but it, it everyone works on their own clock. The problems that you have are not supposed to go away quickly. Like, it, like I don't think anything, you know, is, really has to be quick. That, that, you know, if it, you may be frustrated because you may not be a patient person, but, you know, things do take time, and, and uh, as long as you have belief that they will go away, then I wouldn't worry about when it goes away. It, it's, for the most part... Things take time. That like things progress at, at at its own speed. You can't control that, and that's a really big thing. Real, I think, when it comes to, to mental health, know what you can control and what you can't. So, I mean, when it comes to time, you know, it's independent of us. Uh, so, like, if you do feel bad, then it's not like it's going to go away quickly. Like, even if you know, like, you're distracting yourself, you laugh at a video, or whatever, you still maybe feel if you feel bad because like that was only escape for like you know could be a minute or thirty seconds or five seconds. So I'm mean, like you have to just you, you get, it, as long as you are committed, and and again I'm I'm just talking about you know feeling bad. It could be way way worse problems that you have to you know be committed to working on it and and, and you know um, and I don't know what method specifically on top of my head, but uh, but as long as you know it, it takes time and 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 I, and I mean you know it's, it's, there's no quick solution. And I know quick depends on people's terms. It may not take an hour, it may not take a day, it may not take a month. But I mean, you know, just what matters is that uh, that you're working at it and and trying to better yourself. You know, that's really all that all that matters. Time can be uh, put to the side for the sake of this conversation. But this is an example of a, of a small thing that you know people can make an impact and, and and make it a difference on someone's life. And and you know, trying to and not only I feel like you you feel better about yourself, which isn't. The point, and, and I guess if you know, it's, I guess it's um, killing two birds with one, one stone. Then you're you're helping people, and I feel like that's always it, you feel better when you do that. Whether it's you know giving back or donating, you know whatever, you kind of do feel better about that. So I guess you know it's kind of like you're helping someone, and you're kind of helping yourself. So like you know like that sign me up for that. It's killing two birds with one stone. This is an example that just checking in with people. It's a small thing, but it can make a big a big difference by any chance. This might be. You might not have an answer. This this might be the only thing, and and, I, and I'm going to assume that it's not, but it may be. Is there any other small things that you would like to that that you like to talk about? Things that you, that small things that that could be done to you know help people with mental health issues. I personally don't have an opinion on what people should do, uh, as I've been kind of going over throughout this whole thing. It's about what they want to do specifically and what helps them best, because. I'm in no position to recommend a certain therapist or a certain certain way to go about how you help yourself because I'm not going to tell someone what to do. Uh, it's more up to them on how they really go about these situations and occurrences and and then just building off them because failures happen day in and day out and it just you have to build off them or else you're not going to really achieve what you're searching for but because 
but it's also not easy to get out of those like failures like they build and build and build and build and it just kind of happens in these situations and with people in this these mental states like it it's just an occurring thing and it's not something that they can necessarily control it's just try to find a way through uh try to break the ice figure out what's what can turn these failures into achievements and successes on whether it's work or a project you're working on around the house, building something, going for a walk that day, just certain activities and stuff that you never thought yourself of doing and then you going out and doing it, signing up for like a 5K even though you didn't run before, just different things like that, going to the gym, uh, eating a healthy meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner opposed to having like a healthy breakfast and then like a unhealthy dinner because it was like easy just kind of getting out of your safe space i mean this is my first time being recorded online for a video so like i i kind of went out of my comfort zone to do this and it's it's been amazing and i appreciate that you started the conversation off with saying how important it was to you on me asking like how how you really are Mm -hmm. to me i didn't see it as that like that I saw it as just like I'm checking into my friend I'm just want to make sure they're okay but it really went a long way and you don't even realize it when you're doing it so always about taking initiative and figuring out what's best for you yeah and that's the thing I didn't want to take that for granted either because I mean like I said you know that might be the only time someone like checks in on me so I don't want to take that for granted you know that that's definitely you know an effort on your part that I want to give you a whole lot of credit to and, and there's and there's something that I just I just realized that you know and it's so like Checking in on someone is like, I don't want to, it's kind of like a process. It's a conversation. But also I would say like a small thing that, that you could do. Now I know that, I know it has a connotation to me, you know, like um, like it, mostly for your, your romantic partner. But I think a lot of people could say, you know, like love you. You know, that could definitely go a long way in terms of, you know, like uh, like that person really does care about me and they really do love me in almost like, almost like a sister or brother-like way. Like telling someone that you love them, you know, it, it, like it really is a, sh- uh, it's a show of affection and, you know, it shows that, that they're worthy of uh, being that said to. But also, I, I think uh, I think Coach Vermeule, or maybe it's uh, Coach K actually, that said that you could tell someone, I believe in you. You know, it doesn't even have to be a, from a sports perspective because we're, we're trying to accomplish a lot, you know, like whether it's even the simple thing like errands or, or you know, like uh, like a job or school or just life. I mean, like, you know, just there's a lot of things that uh, that has to, to, to go right. And even then, like I said, I don't want to take the little things for granted. Just telling someone, I believe in you, to, saying, you know, not only I feel like you are a very capable person, but also, you know, uh, I'm vouching for you. So... Those two things you could say right there, and if you don't, if maybe you're uncomfortable with the conversation, then you know I would throw that out there. Maybe at the end of the conversation, and I mean you you don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring, so you know uh, I would definitely say it before it's too late, and uh, like definitely you know, and, and like I said, mean it. Even if it's through text, you could still mean it because maybe then that could lead to another conversation because that person may say why, you know, and then you you might get into a territory in which we've been talking about. Or, you know, like it could really emphasize that not only am I your friend, but I'm also really there for you. So my, like the last thing I wanted to, uh, to, to touch upon, and, and I mean, I've asked all my questions, but I just, I'm just wondering, you know, um, and I know what you said earlier, you know, first time that you're being on here and, and recorded specifically. Do you have any last words um, regarding this topic, you know, on anything else that you feel like that needs to be said before, before we say our goodbyes? Find yourself uh, before you find someone else uh, because you can't love other people if you don't love yourself. And always just try to take the initiative and take that step to 
better yourself and make yourself feel happy enough because the happier you are, the happier your life's going to be. But that's it. Uh, thank you very much, Double A. I really appreciate you having me on this. Uh, it was a really great experience, and thank you for letting me talk about this topic. No, my pleasure, man. And like I, I texted to you that uh, I don't think there could have been any other person I would have asked to do this because you're the one that really brought this to my attention or, or I should say reinforced uh, that you kind of like confirmed, you know, that yes, I should be doing this to more people. Could be, like I said, you know, it depends who, or who you want to go to. That's definitely dependent upon you and your persona. But yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on, spending a little bit of time with us. And definitely I know it's not the easiest of topics but but we made it through and uh you know just uh, just laying it out and and you know we're trying to help you as at first of all i feel appreciate that i had this you know that i had people that that listen to this and i don't take it for granted i don't take our friendship for granted i don't take a lot of things for granted because i know it could be zapped easily i know that life's not meant to be easy and you know i'm just blessed to to be alive you know just like it could be much worse and uh um, and you know just at the end of the day i want to say you know that i love you i believe in you and i wouldn't be where i am without you know a listening audience or you know i wouldn't have the ability to talk if you know i didn't have people to talk with so as much as crap i give people you know they still you know have a whole lot of value and uh you know like it, it, we may, may not think about it but we you actually you probably made a difference on somebody's life even you, even if albeit small you still have made a difference and someone's like well you know holding the door for somebody and they're like you know what i haven't had someone hold the door you just made my day you know it could just be as simple as that and, and i know there could be way more random things so there's a lot of things that we do but it could actually have an impact on somebody and, and yes, I, as someone that's realistic, it could be positive or negative. So just know that. I mean, you may think like, oh, my life's just nothing. You know, there's not really, really much going on. You don't know that because as, as we kept mentioning, you know, you don't know what's going on in someone else's life. And of course, we interact with tons of people every day, strangers and, and people that we know, family, you know, whatever. You don't know who you're impacting. So you definitely want to be the best person you could be. But also, as we keep mentioning, you, know, you want to be confident in yourself. We only have one life to live, so you definitely want to seize every day as much as you can. I mean, I'm always here for you. I've said that before. Greg, who produces it, Sam, who really, you know, really put this to action. He's that you can also you can reach out to them. Me, I mean, people that that know Mike, you could definitely reach out to him. Could be in person, could be in a text. It doesn't matter as long as you if you want us to make the initiative. That's fine, but of course we can't like you know do that with every sing, a single person. But I mean, if you if you feel comfortable enough, take that initiative. Then yes, we're more than happy to have that conversation. We we will we'll let our guard down, and you will let your guard down. Just want to thank you again for listening to today's episode. Listening to this podcast uh listen to listen to more episodes uh, and i mean this episode wouldn't have would have not happened because uh you know people wanted mental health issues as part of an episode so you could you could recommend an episode it could be you know published on on spotify real quick so i just want to thank you again thanks uh thank you to mike for being here thank you again and i and i just hope that you guys are just doing well that you take care of yourself that you take care of others and you know like i like i said we're, we're all on this earth for a reason so you know that you you do mean something you are special you are unique we're i mean there's billions of people here but there's only one of you there's only one of me and there's only one of mike so just keep that in mind i hope you have a great rest of your day great rest of your week great rest of this month take care of yourself take care of others and i will see you guys on the side thank you so much again and like I said, I love you and I believe in you. Peace. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.